Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast from SDI, the home of spiritual companionship. I'm Matt Whitney. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our work and the work of spiritual companionship on our website, sdicompanions.org. SDI communities are SDI-sponsored, often locally run groups of spiritual companions. These people gather either regionally or based on a shared commonality on a regular basis to connect, support one another, network, share contemplative time, and practice new skills and spiritual care. An SDI community can operate anywhere in the world. Let us know if you'd be interested in joining an SDI community. Any member can do so, and we will help you connect. You can contact us at communities at sdiworld.org. That's the email. In this conversation, Ravi Verma, previously SDI board member and chair, uh, speaks with Reverend Seifu, our executive director, about how the affinity groups or special interest groups are going, where they're going in the future, and how they relate and integrate into the larger vision for the SDI community in general. So, so Robbie, let's, we're, we're here to talk a little bit about um, the various things you've been involved with since you joined the SDI team formally just a few short months ago, and so much has already happened. Um, you're involved with the diversity, equity, inclusion, justice, and belonging group, which is a, a steering group that represents uh, one of the main strategic objectives that SDI has identified. And in that capacity, you are also a key mover in the BIPOC um, affinity group, in the LGBTQ plus affinity group, and in the um, spiritual direction, director training program and mentors um, subgroup. So tell us a little bit about um, how that's going. I, I one of the things for me about saying yes to doing this was the commitment that you as executive director and the board has shown that this is a really important issue for the future of STI. And I think so many places, and you backed it up with resources and time, many organizations pay lip service to this. So, you know, it takes time to get the parts moving, and I'm really honored to be part of getting this uh, integrated into the life of SDI. And as you said, DEIJ work is so broad and has so many different parts and ways in which to approach this. And I think one of them that I've been involved to start with has been the community groups. How do we involve different constituencies in this work? All, the majority and those on which are not in the center, the minor tones, if you will, um, that everyone needs to be involved. This affects each and every one of us and the people we reach out to. So whatever strategy emerges from the board, from the steering committee, has to look at multifaceted ways of doing this, multi-groups to do this. Um, there are many approaches to it. And we, I think, as spiritual companions, are uniquely positioned to do this. We know how to listen to the 
what is not being said or what is being felt. We know how to approach sensitive and sometimes challenging painful issues with that kind of base of connection to something bigger beyond consciousness, God, Allah. We know how to navigate that more than worse. So I'm hoping that we will take the lead in showing a way to do this. First of all, for ourselves and to our communities and to the world. So it's a big charge, but I think we are up to it. But let's go through the groups, um, each group at, at a time. And let's start, uh, Ravi, with the BIPOC group, because that group has been very active and is meeting monthly and is has really come together as an entity. Tell us a little more about how your perspective on that particular group, uh, particularly in 2023, after everything we've been through um, yeah. worldwide and, and in the United States. Um, so say a little more about that group. I think the desire to do this has been there for a long time. But as you said, the events in the world in these last few years have heightened that. And I think SDI has been on a journey of opening up to different traditions, different people, different groups. And there's a history of how the BIPOC group has met. It's been a checkered history with SDI. And I think the events and, and I think hosting some events at the SDI conferences kind of sparked this interest again. We've had, I think, three groups so far, and our plan is to do these monthly. There is a community of people coming together to do this. There are new people coming each time we do this. And I think the buzz is growing that this is happening, that this is a place. It, one of the key purposes it's, it serves is that BIPOC people can get together and they don't have to explain what they are going through, what we are going through. It is, we have a language that's understood. We know when we talk about our experiences, others, they know what we are talking about. And I think in, it's also now finding a rhythm about that. We are using some of our own people who are there in it, but we're also looking at getting people from outside to come and speak to us who can stimulate discussion and experts in their own areas. So I think we'll find a rhythm of our own, of a place of safety, but also ongoing development, ongoing sharing of resources, ideas, strengths, uh, and offerings. Worth mentioning is that at some point, this group will open up um, yeah, but right now it's limited to BIPOC individuals. Um, speaking of which, um, and because you you're you're thankfully able to cross so many different boundaries, what can you tell us about the LGBTQ plus yeah. group? You know, while preserving preserving confidentiality and everything else, but but how uh, is that? There is a rhythm between identity groups meeting. But eventually, uh, we want to do all this together. So I think there will be a rhythm between sometimes these groups are going to meet as they are, and sometimes we'll have meetings which are broader and open to all. 
eventually each of us has a part to play in this all. Uh, there comes a place where that kind of cooperation between the different groups or interaction between the different groups will be essential. I think there's always been a group that has met uh, informally at conferences and in other places. Formalizing this has been really, uh, there is a regular group of people coming and every time there are more people coming. Um, again, there is a part of it where it is a safe place and there is a diversity of people. Some who've been out open and for a long time, some who are just coming out, some who've integrated their identities into their work as spiritual companions. Some are beginning to do that. Some are at the cutting edge of being very innovative different things with this. So it's finding a rhythm of finding common ground, both again for community building, building up and reinforcing pride in who we are, but also how are we doing this as spiritual companions? What are the special unique gifts and challenges we face? So again, using our own people and outside resources to both build community, but also deal with the differences that are there within the group. And there are, you know, issues of gender and sexuality, and those are primal issues. People who are not part of the LGBTIQ community. And what are the issues and challenges? Again, tying it into the diversity equity work that we are doing together. The LJB group met earlier, I mean, met about a month ago, actually, on October 4th, and we talked about several things, um, the shift to a collective worldview from a traditional individualistic spiritual direction worldview, if you will, uh, decolonizing um, institution. CI is an institution, and it has certain, you know, um, it has its roots, and we honor those roots, and we respect and we respect them, but we also know they come with some baggage. So there's a worldview shift going on. Um, we've also spoken about naming historical traditions of spiritual companionship across an array of uh, faith traditions and spiritual orientations being quite important as part of this process of diversifying. So say a little bit about DEIJB, kind of the overall overarching theme as you see it. Yeah. You know, in, in a polarized world today, what are some bridges we can make with people of, who are not like us? <laughs> In whichever way, you know, how can we become, to use a sometimes overused term, beloved community? How can we become a community that is open to giving and receiving from each other and welcoming and accepting each other uh, to do that? And I think STI has been on that journey, especially in the last since you've come, you know, I think there was a shift that happened of opening up the public square to different traditions, different groupings, 
different ways of doing spiritual companionship. And it's not that the differences don't exist and that we are asking everybody to be the same. So how do we draw deep on our own roots and from that place receive, accept, connect to others? But that fundamentally is what needs to shift in you and me to be open to this and to face our own sometimes biases that we are not aware of. And how can we do that in a way that gives space for each other, for us to struggle with that together? Which means there will be both these immense moments of joy and of pain and of, of discovery and, and recovery of things that were not always on the surface. In all our traditions, we are asked to care for each other, to receive, welcome, and be with each other. Coming from that place, from that deeper place of our own traditions that say that this is what we are all asked to look at and be and do. So, so to approach this with that kind of joy and that inner place of openness and willing to learn and shift and change. And I think we are equipped to do that better than most. The spiritual direction formation training programs and spiritual companion mentors group has also met a couple of times. And they've identified diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice as perhaps the principal focus area. So say a little bit about that group and it's- yeah, yeah, we had, you know, there's a history of having leadership institutes where groups who are doing this kind of work would gather. It kind of lay dormant. But at this last conference, we had a really powerful gathering uh, and lots of interest was shown about wanting to share ideas, resources, and work together. So uh, a small group of us came together who are going to be kind of a coordinating group. We had our first gathering and again, lots of interest. And the purpose there is to draw on the wisdom of the people who are already doing this work. There is so much people who are in the field doing this. And what are the issues they want to talk about? What are the best practices? What are resources that exist? And, you know, uh, how can we broaden this? And in our first meeting, different ideas came up, some about supervision, but as you said, the issue of diversity and equity and inclusion were right there. Different programs are doing this in different ways. How can we learn from each other? The standard Western model is not the primary one in many places and many programs, even in the West. And different traditions have different approaches to doing this. How can we be a place where we can learn from each other, learn from our history too, and learn from our traditions? What is working today and how can they be adapted for today's world? So I, you know, and with all these movements of BIPOC, LGBTQ formation, and maybe others will grow from that. 
at some point, you know, you can envision a gathering of people for a day or two, an hour longer period. Uh, to start with, the formation group is going to meet quarterly. And already there are ideas about what the next group should be. And it's taking a life out of its own, coming from the people who were there. Uh, I think that's where a place where we can pass on this to newer generations, to newer people coming in, that this becomes the norm of being open to difference while going deeper in our own traditions. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.